Welcome to The Whole View. I'm Stacey Toth of realeverything.com. I'm all about loving the skin you're in and being healthy inside and out. And I'm Dr. Sarah Ballantyne of thepaleomom.com. I believe that scientific literacy is the key to improving public health. Oh my gosh, Sarah, it happened. Episode 400. There's not a special workout that goes with the show, right? It yeah, it's called like talking with your hands and like visual <laughs> air pom poms, jazz hands, all the things. Yeah, that could work up a sweat. So you know because hopefully it's updated in your feed. <laughs> We're crossing our fingers. We understand technology, <laughs> but um, Sarah and I have been talking about wanting to update the show to reflect um, what we've been basically doing for a really long time, and. Sarah and her genius team came up with the new name for the podcast of The Whole View. Um, Clearly, it's very similar to the old show, but um, it's just new branding. It's the same show. We're the same people, same format. We promise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's actually, I really want to emphasize the whole part of this conversation for us as we've been talking about doing this. Um, you know, we started this conversation a few months ago of, you know, we are coming up to this new milestone and wouldn't it be neat to take this opportunity to update the title of the show, update the branding around the show to reflect what we're actually already doing because the show has evolved and gone through the same type of, you know, changes that, that we have personally, that our websites have. Um, and it, it's become a show that really reflects a broader perspective than uh, I think how we started. And it, it just was time to, to update um, how we present the show to reflect what the show already is. Absolutely. I think one thing has stood true for the test of time all the way back to episode one, which is that um, our show is all about whole nutrient-dense foods, but there's a much broader perspective on what goes into a lifestyle factor. And I think Mm -hmm. someone hears the word paleo, whether it be in a podcast or not, and has some associations or some assumptions with it, um, that it's, you know, an all-meat diet or, you know, whatever the case may be. And as you listeners know, there's a lot more to what we are, what our blogs, brands, whatever you want to call it are. Um, And that's based on the research that we deliver to you every single week. Um, And so we wanted to bring that to you in a holistic format, right? Like the word whole seems to encompass a lot of things for us. Like it's a whole lifestyle. It's also a holistic approach. It's, you know, anything that you could kind of hold throw into that hole. (laughs) Um, It's just so many opportunities for Sarah to be punny. (laughs) So great. That took me completely by surprise. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love it so much. Um, No, it really, um, I I agree completely that as we were sort of brainstorming, you know, what, what is the word that really describes where we are now? I think that's it because our, we are, you know, have always been, but we will continue to be completely dedicated to providing you with 
only science-backed information, which on this show, our listeners know that includes busting a lot of myths, addressing a lot of fads, um, talking about the limits of current human knowledge on different topics, updating topics as new exciting science comes out that, that changes our perspective, and always presenting a very balanced and nuanced approach. So it really is like, here's all the information and here's the tools that you as an individual need to be able to take that information and apply it to your life um, and personalize it, right? So we really respect bioindividuality and we understand that there's more than one way to achieve a optimally healthy nutrient-dense diet. And at the same time, we're still completely dedicated to also being real, sharing our real lives, um, sharing our ideas, uh, solutions, tips, strategies, um, and just continuing to be us and and hopefully wrapping all of that sort of implementation, all of that science, all um, all of that emotion right? Everything that we tackle hopefully gets wrapped into this wonderful, engaging, and entertaining audio package that is this podcast. <laughs> you, I was like, yes, so with you. And then I was like, and then you went to announcer voice. Um, <laughs> I think that if you've been listening to the show for a long time, it will not be any different for you, except the very old photo that was on iTunes will be updated for you. <laughs> And I think if you're new to the show, I hope that you love the approach that we take um, to always be down to earth, but also not make assumptions that you can't understand science. I think that's kind of how it boils down, right? Is I think that there's um, an unfortunate belief in specifically America that people aren't interested in the how or the why they just want to know the thing. And we're going to give it all to you. And we're also going to enable you to be empowered with the knowledge that you can make the choice. Because like Sarah said, not everything is the right fit for everybody. Even um, Sarah and I joke all the time, like she can eat corn, I can eat dairy, but we both like have autoimmune disorders and all kinds of things like that, right? So um, not not like either one of us are just sitting down and eating a bunch of popcorn and (laughs) whatever. But I think that it lends itself to help our listeners that Sarah, you and I have both so much in common and we can see the bioindividuality differences in each of us. Mm -hmm. And so um, we try to share that with all of you and not all of it is about food either. Like we've tackled so many things on this show, like you said, from, um, emotions. Um, I know like my ADD, ADHD story, my um, back injury are some of the ones that I know, like my audience at least tells me resonates with them. Um, We talk about non-toxic living from how to clean your home to what products are safe on your skin. And um, there's, there's such a variety of things that goes into living a healthy life to be your best self that in my mind my goal every episode is to have you walk away and feel like you are set up to be your best self in a new and innovative way that we bring something to the table to inspire you to live your best life so if you're wondering what the show is about it's about it empowerment 
<laughs> Let's, yes. Yeah, I mean, I I have the same approach. So, um, you know, pulling together, um, basically not not just uh, cherry picking the science to support whatever narrative I want to communicate. That's not how I approach this. It's about looking at the science and understanding the contradictions within the scientific evidence and how that typically implies some kind of context. So um, maybe it implies that something happens in certain situations, right? So we can see this, you know, this biological process at play in people with this gene or in people who are stressed or in people with autoimmune disease and trying to understand where those differences might change how we interpret that science for each one of us rather than trying to um, make some kind of sweeping generalizations and then also, you know, give you that information uh, assuming that you have a, an attention span longer than 10 seconds, which I think is what we get in a lot of other sort of just make it a sound bite, make it a, a Lego or a dump truck analogy, and then and then just tell give people a food list, right? That's how a lot of other um, a lot of other uh, health resources approach the dissemination of information, which is not how we approach it. And then um, we also try to balance that with um, the our own personal struggles and implementation. Like I, I'm, you know, we're not going to tell you that it's always easy. We're not going to tell you that we're perfect. Um, we're going to be upfront and honest about our own personal struggles with various aspects. That's shifts, right? That's an ebb and flow. Sometimes things feel easier. Sometimes they don't. We're going to be open about our own health setbacks. Um, and we're going to be open about how we apply this information to parenting and um, what we're doing with our children and the challenges that we have as parents trying to teach our kids healthy diet and lifestyle and just overall approaches to life. Yeah, I forgot I was a parent. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, this listen, we've been doing this um, seven and a half years, I think. And we've gone from our kids being very little and introducing them to nutrient dense anti inflammatory approach to now I have smelly boys with armpit hair teenagers. And so it's it's a journey for us. And we hope to share that knowledge with you. But that said, we're all it's all the same. We thought it might be fun to walk you through, because we actually surprisingly get some questions on this, mm -hmm. how the show works. So we're giving you a little behind the scenes today of when you listen to a show, here's what went into it. Um, because I think we do things pretty uniquely. When I talk to other podcasters, they have a very different approach. So want to wanna jump into it, Sarah? Yeah. <laughs> I, so it's... Um, our priorities, I think we've just laid out, right? So we want to be timely in the information that we're providing. So we want to be able to be responsive to what's going on in the world. And, and one of the ways that we achieve that is we have a really fast turnaround with our podcast. Um, so we record uh, Tuesday mornings. Um, usually uh, there's, a, there's every once in a while, there's a scheduling conflict and we have to figure out a different time. Um, and that show goes live on 
Friday. And that's so that we can make sure that whatever we're talking about on the podcast that week is still happening in the world by the time the podcast actually airs. Um, And this is really unusual in sort of the health podcast sphere. Um, You much more commonly see people sort of batch produce their podcasts. So they'll record an entire season's worth of podcasts in a week or two, and then the podcast will trickle out over months. What recording on Tuesdays allows us to do is address what's happening in the news, address what's trending on social media. Um, And it also allows us to have um, a faster turnaround when a time-sensitive question comes in. So a lot of the questions that we'll address in podcast episodes are um, talking point type questions, right? So they're really great starting points for us to get into a topic that we haven't addressed in that same way on the podcast before, or for which we want to update the information around. Um, but every once in a while, we'll get a we'll get a question come in that feels really urgent that we need to kind of adjust our idea of where we're going over the next few months to answer this question really quickly. And that's another major advantage to our recording schedule because it allows us to see these questions and shuffle things around so that if we're not addressing it that week, it's like the next week. I think what's um, interesting to me about that is that we are able to, for example, kind of see that there are things that need to be myth busted or, um, we know that, uh, you know, certain times of, of year, like certain topics will come up. And so when you listeners share with us questions that you have, it also helps us because we've been doing this seven years, like maybe we assume that we've <laughs> answered questions a right. certain way or whatever, right? But we we can then see like, oh, we haven't actually dived into the mechanics of that. Like we've mentioned it mm-hmm. on seven shows, but we've never actually talked about it. So we love your listener questions, the best way for you to... Um, get to us is to use the forms on our website. So that's the paleomom.com and realeverything.com. But you can also ask on social media and we try to, you know, drag those in, obviously having them in our inbox where we can flag them and put them into um, what turn into show notes, which we'll talk about in a minute, become um, much easier for us to track. So usually like if I get a question and social media, I'll say to someone, hey, can you email that to me so that we don't lose it? Um, And we do try really hard to um, not just answer listener questions, but turn them into a way that all of you can relate to. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, when we talked about men's health, most of our listeners are not men, but we know that we can all benefit from learning about these things, for example. So we do try to also um, turn it into something not just that you can relate to, but that is, you know, a real world, a real life type example, right? Like we, we want to make it relatable. I think the word that we use most often is we want it to be sustainable for you. Um, We want things to be, um, something that clicks, whatever that is, right? It, it needs to be relatable. It needs to be something you could do long term. Uh, but something, like I said, that you walk away from and you're like, I can be better for what I just learned and can implement. So when we see those questions come in, and of course, um, both Stacey and I and our teams are, you know, trying to keep our fingers on the pulse of the community, right? And really understand what, um, what myths are, are circulating or, um, you know, what, 
what um, even sometimes not, it's not even like bad information that's out there that we need to address, but sometimes it's like really good information that's going around that we want to reinforce, right? So it's what is, what's trending, um, what, what, what does Stacy want to learn? What, what personal challenge does Stacy have <laughs> that Sarah needs to uh, research for 12 to 16 hours in order to adequately address on the podcast that definitely my, some shows. my questions are never the easy questions because I could just look Almost it up myself. <laughs> um, but I also feel like your questions are not the urgent ones, which is why I sometimes kick the can on them for months before I get to them. Um, but, Hoping I'll but, forget. <laughs> yes, which you never, ever do. You're like, I still want to know. Um, no, I mean, I mean, and they're they're fantastic shows. So what we do is we sort of take inspiration from all of these different places for topics. We we try to tackle a narrow enough topic on the show that we can do that deep dive, and then take the step back and and talk about the emotions around it or the practical implementation around it, uh, the effects of whatever that thing are, and we usually will have. Um, say four to 10 topics in the hopper at any given time with an, an overall sort of idea of what's coming over the next month. Um, so that we have a sense of, um, Oh, Hey, um, this flows really well from this to this. So every once in a while you'll see, we do, um, you know, series where we're, we're talking about a bigger topic in little chunks that are all related or we will do uh, like an FAQ type follow-up to a show. Um, so those are sometimes anticipated in advance. Like, oh, I think this show is going to generate a lot of, of questions. We better sort of hold a place for an FAQ show and then see what comes up on social media. And sometimes they're inserted because we didn't predict that that topic was going to generate so many different follow-up questions. And then we go, okay, we need to we need to create a space for this show. But once we've identified the topic. We know the topic for the, for the upcoming week. Um, between the two of us, we're spending, um, I think it's rarely as little as two hours. I think it's much more often some num bigger 10 teens, teens hours of research and brainstorming. And it all goes into a Google doc outline for the show we're typically recording with seven to eight pages of notes in front of us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't always that way. And I think I'll just say personally for me, I feel more educated and prepared. And what it also does is allow us to then translate those notes, not just to be better show notes for you, but to extrapolate and really expand on that in our other medium formats. So you can be referenced to a detailed science post that Sarah does on her blog, or, you know, I might talk about things more in detail on social media or be able to reference a different thing that I've done somewhere else or whatever that is, right? Like we try to um, leverage all of this information because when we were newer at this, not only was it a bit hodgepodge, and I think both of us would be like, huh, I didn't know you were going to talk about that earlier on in the <laughs> podcast. But um, it it also kind of, um, we didn't memorialize things the way I think we 
could or mm-hmm. like benefited the audience, right? Like it's it's only in a podcast. And so we can think back, gosh, I, I felt like we covered that on a podcast, but I can't I can't find it or what you know what I mean? And now now it's kind of a, a reference for you, hopefully, so that not just you, but you can um tell someone, for example, um, hey, I listened to this really great podcast and I got educated on whatever, you can learn about it or you can read this post here or you can blah, 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 blah. Like we we try to create um, this mindset of like a reference document that people can refer back to. And I say that and I realize like how boring that sounds. But <laughs> if, if we're all, edu- I mean, it, we really do try to educate. And so yep. you don't want to lose that. You know what I mean? Like the the bubble on that can be forever. Like hopefully these, these topics can be something that you can refer back to, or you can refer your kids back to or whatever, you know, like now I'm like, Oh, I'll stay on the test of time. I don't know if I'm going to be recording a podcast 40 years from now, but I feel like I've aged 40 years in the seven years we've been doing this. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, No, I actually, so one of the things that I do, um, if I'm uh, writing the notes for, the like scientific background for for topic that we're going to cover in the show is I actually put in links to the references, and that's in part so that Stacy can go and have a look at the paper if there's a question that she has about it. It's so that I can easily go back and reference the paper if I uh, maybe the bullet points that I grabbed I forgot to put in some important information that I then realize. I actually want on hand in these notes, but it's also so that I can go back to older blog posts of mine um, and update them with the new science or so that I can write new blog posts. I really try to, um, especially when it's sort of a dense scientific topic um, and, and especially if I've spent, you know, 12 or 15 hours researching it for the podcast, it allows me to also um, make the, the, the best use of that time in the research to also then take, you know, five or six hours to write a new blog post with all of that same information. And then it also creates a more robust resource for you because you have these different ways of accessing the information, right? So some people learn better it with an audio medium. Some people learn better reading. Some people learn better doing. And we try to incorporate all of that so that you have um, you have the the best way to access the information for you and hopefully layer how you're learning, right? So I'm definitely a person that uh, the more ways I learn, that's for me the best. So it's not that reading is better than listening. It's that when I get to do both, that's when the information really sticks with me. And if I write, which is a form of doing, then that's, then that's there forever, right? If I can do all three of those things. So, um, so we're, we're working hard to really create a detailed resource in the podcast, but then also support it with everything else that we do, right? Uh, articles on our websites, our social media, our newsletters, and pull that all together into a really cohesive package. One of the things we did a few years ago that in all honesty felt really risky at the time, and um, I have never regretted it from the day that we made the decision, was to no longer have guests be a regular part of Mm -hmm. the show. Um, I remember the particular interview that we did. We've never actually talked about it with you listeners, but there there was a moment that happened that Sarah and I... Um, 
did not agree with, was not backed by science, and it was very difficult to figure out how to conduct the interview in a respectful way that was still honest and with integrity to you, the listener, because we didn't want to give you bad advice that wasn't backed by science. And I remember Sarah and I having a conversation about it, and it was like, you know what, the only way to solve this is to just do the show ourselves. You know, like we we know our standards, we know the research and what we bring to the show. And I don't want to ever have our listeners lose trust in us because we brought on someone who, you know, went against that standard that we've set. So I, I don't know, listeners, if you've realized that this was an intentional choice from us, but um, we you know, we have had a couple of people on the show in the last few years, and those are people that we know well and that we ask to speak on specific topics that we um, actually vet before the show. And then mm-hmm. now we also like produce a show. And um, I mean, we've always produced a show, but in, in a way that we can um, not include things if we need to or whatever the case may be. But the show used to be early on, basically every show was interviewing someone or bringing on to the show. And we would also do a lot of like book reviews and product discussion. Mm And, um, you and I were just like, we can add more value than that. Like we're, (laughs) we're, we're more than just telling you, you know, marketing information while, while yes, we have brands that we invite on because we personally use them to sponsor the show, which we didn't start doing until, 2019, so six years into a show, um, we carefully vet those brands and they are, you know, topic specific usually. And we do them so that we can get you, our listeners, a deal most often. But Mm -hmm. it's it's very seldom um, that we're talking about products from the perspective of suggesting them to you. It's more like this is a tool that you can use to implement this lifestyle thing that we're talking about. And that that was um, a turning point for me and how I thought about our show and how I wanted to be an educator to our listeners, right? Like instead of just being a marketing person, which I, I really feel like the show started off in, in that vein, not that we ever didn't educate, but it was much more about like sharing and marketing and, and that kind of perspective than it was. That was also the state. I mean, it still is the standard. Yes. I mean, it still is the standard format is that a podcast is a stop on the virtual book tour. And, um, I think, that one interview that was so frustrating because the other thing is um, as assertive as Stacy and I are, we're not combative people. Um, and a combative person, a combative interview is not the thing that we want to bring to you. We don't want to bring um, an argument. We want to bring um, the facts. And I am, I, I get invited very often to participate in online debates and I have never accepted because my approach is um, here's the scientific evidence um, and here's the limits of human knowledge. And I don't, um, I don't see value in um, engaging with somebody who is ignoring the science and just wants to argue about why their opinion is the best. And that is what, um, what was starting to become harder to avoid, uh, with having people come on the show for us to interview, um, especially as the alternative health community in general was transitioning to a more hostile environment because of the conflict of um, fad diets, basically, right? So it was because of 
conflicting anecdotal evidence that people were latching onto and um, basically developing their entire brands around a fad that didn't have science to support it, that was driving a more um, aggressive type of marketing um, and these these very um, it was just a hostile, just a hostile environment in general. And, you know, I consider this podcast my home. I wouldn't invite that person into my physical home for an argument. Why would I invite them into my podcast, my audio home for an argument? And so um, getting getting away from that, I think, is, like, as you said, Stacey, is probably the best decision we've ever made for this podcast. Agreed. So... Once we have a topic that does not include a guest <laughs> right? and we decide if it's appropriate um, to invite someone to be a sponsor. Now, to be transparent, it would be impossible to get a, a sponsor between Tuesday and when the show goes live on Friday. That's why we have four to 10 shows in the hopper. So we know that we're going to discuss, you know, certain topics. And that's when we reach out to brands that we might use or specifically already love related to that. And that's when we say, okay, here's, here's where we'll put it in the calendar. And we have occasionally moved those things around because of time sensitive things, for example, COVID. (laughs) But for the most part, um, those, those are the ones that we know are going on a calendar at a certain part um, of the, the year or whatever. And we record them accordingly once we have a sponsor um, lined up. But what I think is the best part of the show (laughs) and what we've always done since the very beginning is when we get on to record, um, we start recording right from the start and you and I talk before and after Mm -hmm. the call. And um, listeners, if you've been listening for a long time and you've been hearing the bloopers for for years and years. You probably know this already, but Sarah and I are personal friends in real life. And oftentimes we chat before the recording to catch up on real life. Like, hey, how's it going? And um, I love the comedy dynamic between us. Like, I feel like we've (laughs) known each other for so long. Like when we were um, recording the new intros, I was like, I feel like we really need to make fun of each other a little more. Like That's my favorite part of the show is I know you're gonna, um, well, you don't say avocado wrong anymore, but you do still love puns, right? Like there's some standard things. I am assimilating. I am, cause I'm I'm American now. So I have to (laughs) I have to pronounce. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to say that. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) And and, okay. And so uh, as a, as a super window, um, every once in a while, we'll get to the end of recording an episode and we'll go, were there any bloopers? Like we'll have no idea if there was bloopers for Matt to pull. And then we're like, oh, I guess we just have to chat more. <laughs> it's like, we just need to, obviously, um, you know, someone needs to do a chicken dance and then and then we'll have bloopers now for this show. Um, it doesn't happen very often anymore, but there have been times where we've sort of gotten to the end and been like, wow, we were so professional just then. And that's going to be a problem because we need lack of professional for the bloopers. Yes, being professionals very problematic for sure (laughs) with our you know multiple children and multiple animals constantly interrupting us phone calls who knows what's happening so that's when we hand over the show to Matt speaking of (laughs) 
Then we hand over the show to Matt, who um, is my husband, for those people that don't know, and he actually produces the show. So he hopefully makes us sound smarter with editing, adding in music, taking out cats as much as possible, um, and um, has been doing that since the very beginning. So he's our silent partner in all of this, and um, thank you, Matt, for all you do. Oh, super. Thank you. Um, I, we sometimes, um, every once in a while, we'll have a really clean show where we can record for an hour and we know it's, it's super solid and there's very little for Matt to do. Um, but that is definitely the, uh, the rarity in recordings. Um, so Matt is indispensable in basically polishing the show so that it is as good a listener experience as possible. Plus adding, um, like deep cut (laughs) references, sometimes his own remarks that he'll add to a show, um, sound effects when required. Um, As many Star Wars references as possible. Always, always. Um, so we could not do this show without Matt and, and I don't know that our listeners understand how, how much work Matt puts into producing the show every single week. There would be a whole lot more interruptions and like coughing and wait, I thought you were going to talk about that if, um, Matt weren't around. The other person that's been a part of our team for a really long time that we don't often talk about is Monica. Hi, Monica. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monica's been doing show notes and queuing the show for years. Um, she's come in and out a couple of times, but has been, I think, like, for sure, the longest running podcast member other than the three of us. But sure. um, she takes the seven to eight pages of show notes that we pulled together. And she then creates an outline for you to have show notes on our blogs and also listens to make sure that Matt hasn't missed any embarrassing moments. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, early on in the show, we like kept the recording running for a while and had a really personal conversation and we didn't know that it was still there. And, um, Ever since down and then upload a new version. It was didn't it, have the super personal conversation, like super personal conversation, super personal. And so lovingly, this is why we know how much of like best friends that we would be with you in real life is several of you reached out to us and were like, um, I don't think you meant this to be in the podcast. We're like, oh my gosh. So um, ever yeah. since then, we now have someone, a third party who is not part of of us just listen to the show from start to finish and make sure that um, that doesn't happen again because Sarah and I really truly are real friends and talk about real things the same way you would if you called your best friend we just do a recording in the middle of that so <laughs> sometimes we're like and oh. we just have our conversations with eight pages of notes in front of us that's yes, that's yes. normal you know. for most people right um so then once monica's done with the notes then my team gets a hold of the podcast and um nicole my graphic designer designs all of the visuals for the social media shares um and we um generally try to wrap up any loose ends so that uh the podcast is ready to share with the world. So Matt usually finishes 
producing the podcast Wednesday evening. So um, he starts it Tuesday night when he gets home. And there are some things that have to happen to like render the recording and all that stuff um, that makes it so that he can't actually finish until Wednesday. And that's when Monica gets it. So by the time Sarah's team gets the information, they literally have hours in order to turn the show around to get it to you on Friday. So I just want to give a huge shout out to our teams um, because Sarah and I are super proud to have never missed a weekly show that both of us are on. We've never like handed it over while one of us went on vacation. If we know we're going to be traveling, we come up with a plan, a timeline, whatever it is to work around so that mm-hmm. like We've we're both sick. We've yeah. Like, like yeah. so that we're, we're here with you every single week. And that would not be possible at, as much as like we're committed to making that happen if our team wasn't also committed. So just huge, huge shout out to Matt, Monica, Nicole, all the rest of your team who supports this podcast being turned around so quickly. And I hope listeners that you kind of understand and appreciate that there are not very many, if any, I'm not aware of any other podcast that's kind of like doing it like that. A lot of people are um, at least one full week behind in order to have the kind of QA and production on the back end of a show, the way that um, we are wanting to deliver a high quality to you. So I hope that um, is a fun little window to the behind the scenes of of how this happens. And um, if you appreciate the work that goes into it and you love the show, um, while we have a new name, while we are relaunching the branding of the show, the absolute best thing that you could do for us right now is to please review and update reviews on all platforms that you listen to this podcast. I think, um, you know, iTunes is going to be looking, right? Like the way that these things work is they're they're kind of like having one eye out there like, oh, what, what just happened to this podcast? And so if there's positive reviews, if there's more downloads, if there's different things like that, because you're sharing it, um, the more it will then over the next couple of weeks, suggest it to people who are listening to shows that are similar that might like it. And we want to help educate as many people as possible. We want to get the word out. And you are the mechanism for us to do that. Like we can only do so much. And so I can't thank you enough. Um, If you've already done a review like huge. Thank you so much. If I could ask a favor, (laughs) it would be to do an update to the review and to, you know, kind of share this. Maybe now that it no longer says the word quote unquote paleo on it, maybe that friend of yours who wasn't willing to give it a listen to learn about how these things affect their health will be willing to give it a try. So if you can help us get the word out by, you know, sharing and, um, reviewing, whether that's, you know, on social media, or if you just like text your friend about this podcast you listened to, that was great. Like all of those things are amazing and um, the best gift that you could give us. And uh, tell us on social media, what you think of the new name. Like I want, I want to know. I, I, I love. But it. only if, you, only if you like it. Yeah, because it's actually, done. If you don't like it, <laughs> if you don't like it, that's probably not good for my mental health to know if, that. If you right now were like, oh, you know what would have been really great? This <laughs> super great idea. Like, <laughs> oh, and then we can look at me like, yep, missed that opportunity. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
if you like the name, please let us know. That is that is the <laughs> I meant to say. We've been fully honest on this show. We like compliments. We give favor to those who are kind. <laughs> so, it's so true. Uh, yes, please, please note our fragile egos and uh, give us positive feedback. Awesome. Well, listeners, thank you for tuning in and for being a part of this journey with us. I have always felt that we are one big, happy family. I mean, Sarah and I have joked about our seven listeners for a really long time, but we've been lucky to have so many of you on this journey with us for so long. And for those of you that have seen our um, journeys, our own personal transformations, it probably feels like such a no-brainer and a natural um, transition here. And I hope that um, for those of you that are newer, it makes sense as well for the content that we have been providing over the last couple of years that we would just update the branding accordingly yep. to what we're already doing. So um, thank you for being a part of it, no matter how long you've been um in this community with us. And I just, I just want to give a virtual hug. Obviously I, not only do I not like physical hugs, but it's not advised by the CDC right now. So just, you know, a big virtual hug to all of you who have been along this journey with us. It's, um, I was thinking the other day, Sarah, um, it's been eight years since eat like a dinosaur was launched, which was like our first cookbook. And the, Waffles that we produced in that book are how you became super connected to us because they are what helped your daughter's transition, which is just funny because now I love your waffle recipe. But um, (laughs) I went back and looked at the photos that we had done during that time period and the cats are so little. Oh, my gosh, they're so little and so cute. And um, I mean, they're still cute, but in like a much different way. You know, they're only (laughs) cute to a mom. And I was like, wow, like the journey and the transformation of all of this since then, right? So like since our first book and um, when our blog name changed and when, you know, our approach to all of this changed since I left corporate America, it's been 14 months, just like the whole thing has been um, an interesting perspective to look back on. And the one thing that stands true are so many of you who have been supportive and with us along every single week of those, you know, almost eight years or however long it's been. So I just want to give a a genuine virtual hug and um, appreciation to all of you. I second that completely. Um, One of the things that has always been true is uh, when we're doing live events and presumably live events will be a thing that we get back to at some point in the future. Um, that when we meet somebody who is a regular podcast listener, there's like an instant connection that is completely different than when we meet anybody else at whether it's a conference or a, you know, book signing or a meetup. And it's because we have, we have this amazing thing in common with you listeners of, um, a respect for science of, um, of seeking balance, of uh, having this holistic, real-world approach to everything that we do. And because you are with us every week, uh, we are with you every week. And when we do get to meet in person, um, it, it's, you, can, you can just tell that um, we are uh, 
um, like-minded people. And I always love that opportunity. I can't wait to have that opportunity again when COVID-19 is behind us. Um, and thank you. Thank you for, for engaging with us, for being such a amazing contributor to this community and for everything that you do to support us. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. And we will, of course, as always, be back again next week. Thank you for being part of this awesome community. We know that we would be besties if only you could chime in. Super besties. The best way to stay in touch with us is to engage on our social media, subscribe to our newsletters, and share this podcast with others. Thank you for sharing. We love your reviews in iTunes, Stitcher, or however you listen. I legally need to inform you that I am recording this call. I thought you said you didn't need to do that in Georgia. Why do you keep doing it? <laughs> because Skype literally prompts me every oh, really? single time. That's so yes. funny because Skype tells me you're recording the call. So like, why? Skype, I get it. She's recording the call. It literally says, like, avoid legal snags by informing. I wonder if they were sued. Oh, maybe. It seems seems excessive. Okay, Skype. Like, are you listening? It's excessive. Should I say thanks for listening? No, because you already did. I did. So. That's why I gave a long pregnant pause before I said that. That (laughs) I could easily (laughs) edit this part out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I need to go wrangle whatever is happening out there. It sounds like maybe the cat might be hanging from the ceiling by its tail and the children are just batting at it. I Whatever is happening out there sounds super intense. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> Week um, four comes to a conclusion and she curls into a ball in her closet and cries. <laughs> Yay. I'm excited. No, we should, we should, we should totally live. do a, like a benefit of a benefit of, of pets a bloopers. Show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, can you research something for me? <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.